What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to The Vault Podcast. Classic music reviews presented by IV Creative. Now, here's your hosts, B. Cox and The Crew. Greetings and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Vault Podcast, Classic Music Reviews, presented by IV Creative. It's a perspective on the classics from a fresh point of view. We appreciate you for taking your time and lending your ears to our perspective. You could be anywhere listening to anything, but you're right here with us, so we thank you. With you today is yours truly, B. Cox, and with me, I have the crew comprised of these fine gentlemen joining me here once again. Of course, we have with me my guy, my sidekick, of course, and the creator of the Raw Sex Podcast, Dominique Marks. Of course, you make sure you check the Raw Sex Podcast usually every Friday. My man just made a big jump just now. Got some big things planned for 2021. And, you know, hey, we got some big surprises lined up. So I think y'all be pleasantly surprised by when the new year comes around. Y'all see what y'all got, man. Make sure y'all checking them out, man. Following Raw Sex on IG and on Twitter. And make sure you're listening and subscribing. So, Go ahead and holler at him. And, of course, our boy J.O. here is with us in the building as well. Jay, of course, we were just talking about the verses between E-40 and Too Short. And I know my man Jay had to had to tune in. So, you know, he was giving me his synopsis of that. But definitely good things going on there. We want to make sure that we sit while we're here and have the opportunity that we hope that you all had a good Christmas. For those of you who celebrate and the holiday season is going well, we want to make sure that every all of y'all are being safe no matter where you are in the world that you're being at home, being safe, and that you're staying healthy and that you're here again in 2021. So thank you all once again. So here we are, y'all. This is The Vault. It's been a heck of a 2020 in so many different ways. And today we have a bonus segment. Today, as a part of our year-ending series, we are doing none other than wrapping up our year of reviews. And this year we covered albums from 1990, from 1995, and 2000. And now we're going to go ahead and put our rankings of these albums that we reviewed so far this year. And I got Jay and Damo here to do it with me, of course, because it wouldn't be right if they weren't here. So, guys, top five, man. This is the thing when you ever come to making lists, they're never easy. And um, I'm glad we got a chance to come together and do this. So we're actually going to go ahead and get into it. So what we have on each one of our lists is going to go the following. We'll have an honorable mention list for anything that you want to kind of put in that doesn't quite make the cut of the top five, but still worthy of mention. And then, of course, we'll go down from five to one. And we're going to start with the oldest year first, and we'll start with 1990. And, of course, 30 years ago. Lots of good albums that we had there. Obviously, a banner year for the genre. So a lot of great things came out, and a lot of memorable albums came out. So I'll go ahead and I'll start with you, Damo. For 1990, what have you? We'll start, of course, with your honorable mention, and then you can give us your top five from five to one. Well, I didn't give no honorable mention. Okay. The ones we did for 1990. Okay. But I will give you my top five. At five, I will give you, you know, Brand Nubian, One for All. Okay. Number four, LL Cool J, Mama Said Knock You Out album. Mm-hmm. Number three, Ice Cube, America's Most Wanted. Mm, Okay. Number two, Eric B. Let the rhythm hit, hit him. Okay. And number one, Tribe. 
Hmm. Okay. People instinctive travels in their path or rhythm. That's that's the way I looked at it, how we broke down those albums this year. And, you know, going back, listening to them, of course, 30 years ago. Nigga was seven years old, so yeah. I wasn't listening to no rap music at seven. Right. <laughs> Interesting. Until we have this platform like The Vault where you go back and listen to some albums you ain't never heard before. You know, you've heard the singles on maybe MTV and... Mm-hmm. BET, well, the box, the jukebox we had back in the day when they had some of these videos up, you'll see them on there, the little singles, but the albums wasn't until we sat down and broke them down that I heard some of these albums and yeah. listening to them, that's the way, you know, that's my top five. Okay. Interesting. I, I'll go back to that in a little bit because I noticed an omission from your list, but um, we'll, we'll get back to that, though, once we wrap this year up. So I'll go ahead and I'll start with you, Jay. What about you? What are your uh, honorable mentions and top fives from five to one from 1990? I got two honorable mentions. I got Brand New being one for all and Lord Finesse and DJ Mike Funky Technician. Okay. Um, and then for me, for number five, I put Eric B and Rakim. Number four, Public Enemy. Number three, Ice Cube. Two, A Tribe Called Quest. And the number one, number one I got LL. Mm. Okay. Mama said knock you out. So you had okay. All right. So at uh at uh so at five you had again, what was it? You had was it that you had you, you was it public uh, enemy that you had number five? Uh no, Eric B and Rock Eric B and Rock at number five. You let the rhythm hand on uh, at number five, public enemy at number four. Then Cube at three. Cube at three, and then number two, tribe, and then one L L. Okay. Right. Now how what was your methodology in the ranking them that way? Like how did you feel as far as like maybe putting the Different albums or whatever. I mean, Graham just like a little bit older than Dom, but I mean, like, you know, I wasn't at the age right there in 1990 where I was like, you know, running to like nobody beats the Wiz the same goodie, you know, <laughs> date myself all you youngins out there. Right. Um, yeah. I think about the singles and then like going back and listening to them, like, you know, along with the singles, I'm thinking, okay, like, does this one like, has this one aged well? Maybe this one has like a message that's still relevant today. Like, the lyrical content, does it still stand up? So, that's what I kind of like. That's what the main factors were as far as like my top five and mm-hmm. even honorable mentions. I mean, yeah, honestly, brand new me could have been honorable mention, but like, yeah, going back to our conversation, Brian, like, the, yeah, your faking aspect kind of knocked yeah. it out of the top five. So. <laughs> nah, sorry, like, <laughs> nah, I definitely yeah, hear you. Like you said, if you if you in New York, there's no reason you should have to just fake on a record. West Coast artists, I could see, but yeah, but nah, New York, you get ride your ass right there in the Flatbush, Brooklyn, to find right. a Jamaican, like find you a said, Jamaican, so. right, and to find somebody proper to do it exactly. Right. <laughs> cool, man. Um. Mine is actually, I, I was actually, uh, I have a point to that to bring back to you as well. And I will bring it back once we wrap up the year. But my list goes as follows. My honorable mention is the same as you, Jay. Honorable mention was Lord Finesse and DJ Mike Smooth, Funky Technician. And also my other honorable mention was Brand Newbie and One for All. Hmm. Number five, Tribe Call Quest, People Instinctive Travels and Their Pats of Rhythms. Number four, Public Enemy, Fear of a Black Planet. Number three. Eric B. and Rakim, let the rhythm hit him. Number two, Mama Said Knock You Out, LL Cool J. And my number one album for 1990 is Ice Cube's America's Most Wanted. Mm. So that's my list. And let me tell you the, the difficulty I sort of had in putting this list together. I sort of cheated a little bit and went into like their respective discographies. And when it came to Tribe in regards to their albums, this to me has been regarded by many people as their their classic, but to me, I think it's 
it's a distinct third for me in their in their discography. Third or fourth, depending on what day you ask me. I thought Fear of a Black Planet was great, and I think that this is the album that made Public Enemy, I think, like the popular group amongst you know the masses because of all the hits that came on this album. Um, and the Bomb Squad did a great job of doing production on this too. Um, Let the Rhythm Hit Them is a great album. It speaks for itself. Uh, we talked about Jay Mama said knock you out and that you know that just you know Molly Maul LL Cool J together just doing their thing and um, America's Most speaks for itself because I was Ice Cube by himself and you know he actually teamed up with the Bomb Squad to make you know one of the landmark albums in West Coast hip hop and hip hop period so that's the way I did them so there we are all three of our list uh, I just had a couple of things that I noticed so so Damo I noticed that you didn't have Public Enemy on your top five at all any reason for that. Mm-hmm. That might just be personal, really. You already like Public Enemy like that? Nah, yeah. Nah. Okay. That's more that reason why. I understand. I, I kind of figured that was the case because mm-hmm. <laughs> no doubt, definitely. And then Jay, I noticed I would have bet money that I thought Cube would have been at at your number one spot for this year. You know what I'm saying? That was a little bit of a surprise for me. Yeah, surprised me and him both had a three. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, yeah, of course, like, you know what I'm saying? Cube's actually like one of my top lyricists, I mean, just ever whatever list, but I mean, like, yeah, I just couldn't, I just couldn't, you know what I'm saying, rank that over, like, you know what I'm saying, like, LL or Tribe, like, yeah, Mom said, Mom said, knock you out, like, I mean, mm-hmm. and nothing against, like, no, like, because I think the Bomb Squad, like, work with um, Cube on America's Most Wanted, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, mm-hmm. But, like, and I'm not, I can't say it's better than Marley Marl's production. Like, got you, know you. got you. And then, like, with um, Tribe, like, yeah, that Benita Applebaum drink like that just that's just a vibe. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying so. Um, I got you. I got those you. like two big like factors that really like I had to consider. So that's how I got him at number three. Cool. Okay. Well, that's the great thing about the list is I love to see the order that we put things in and how we regard things. So that's um I got a couple of surprises, but you know it it makes sense though. So there we are, 1990 man, and we're gonna move on now to 95. And again, same thing. We'll give honorable mentions and then albums from five to one. So I'll start this time with you, Jay. So your 95 honorable mentions and your top five. Okay. And I actually got three honorable mentions for 95. So okay. I got Naughty by Nature, Poverty's Paradise. Mm-hmm. I got The Roots, Do You Want More? And I got AZ Doe or Die as far as my honorable mentions. Now, as far as top five, mm-hmm. uh, number five, I got Smith & Wesson, The Shining. Okay. Then I got Tupac, Me Against the World. Okay. And then here's the crucial part. So for number three, I put Mob Deep, The Infamous. Mm. Then number two, I got Jizzle for Liquid Swords. And then number one, I, number one, I got Raekwon, Only Good Cuban Links, a.k.a. Purple Tapes. So. Mm. Good list. <laughs> good list and good sequencing. Very cool, man. So what what was your difficulty? Because I think I talked to you about this before we got on right. and ranking those top three. Like what went into putting one versus over the other? Because that was my that was a difficulty. I'll speak on minds in a minute as well. Um, so for me, like, and I guess like more, it was more so difficult as far as like my like the last three or the number. I'm saying like number number one through th- three. So difficult to me is like that mob deep production. Like havoc was in havoc was in the zone with that joint. Like I ain't gonna say he. I'm not gonna say he was better than RZA, but he definitely get RZA run for his money. And of course, you know, mm. RZA had production on Jizzas and Jizzas and Raekwon's album, along with like you know other producers from the Woo. But then, and it, matter of fact, even collaboration with Raekwon on you know what I'm saying on on the Infamous. Mm-hmm. So I just had to think about that, and 
And I just think about like you know what I'm saying because like those three albums I still listen to today. So yeah, I just think about like which ones I grab first, like one over the other, and then and then just like you know what I'm saying overall impact. Yeah, like I rock with Jizza, but you know what people talk about when they say that purple tape, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that speaks for so, itself exactly. So I was like, yeah, the, and and plus that, I guess that one like really stuck out with me because like you know when I actually got the train back in '95 on tape, actual cassette tape for younger ones mm-hmm. out there, like yeah. I think I mentioned on the jam before, like it just tripped me out. The jam was purple. I'm like, I thought I got ripped off at the store. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what kind of shady stuff are they into up here? But then, like, <laughs> I if I got it. At, I think I got it at, um, at the Wiz, like right there on University Boulevard. Too, yeah. If I'm not mistaken. But like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Oh, man, y'all usually come through. What's this? But then I'll be yeah. over listen to them. Like, okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit's official. True. Yeah, well, good list, man. Um, that Definitely is uh, difficult, nonetheless. Yeah, Definitely. very difficult. I think this is probably for me the most difficult year out of all of them to rank for me. Um, I'll give my list second. So for '95, my honorable mentions. I also have three. Mine's are a little bit different than yours, Jay. Um, I have honorable mention Bone East 1999 Eternal, mm. AZ Do or Die, and The Roots. Do you want more? Those are my honorable mentions for my top five. For number five, I have Smith & Wesson, The Shining. Number four, I got Tupac's Me Against the World. Number three, I have Jizza, Liquid Swords. Number two, I have Mob Deep, The Infamous. And of course, number one, I have Only Built for Cuban Links by Raekwon, The Purple Tape. That's my top five. So for me, I agonized over doing those top three. And even the honorable mentions, because I wanted to put Poverty's Paradise into my honorable mentions, and it's a dope album, but I thought that those three, to me, I think I put in more higher regard than I did on Poverty's Paradise. Um, and then also, I think, when it comes to Poverty's Paradise, it's probably, to me, only their third best album. I, I do think, though, that Tretch stepped up lyrically his game definitely on Poverty's Paradise, but nonetheless, I wanted to include those three. Uh, keeping the sh- Getting the shine and me against the world was one thing. But to me, I had to. It really boiled down for me as far as like what I really thought was better. And Liquid Swords, Infamous, and Purple Table, all three incredible albums. But I was just sort of had to go in as far as like what I really thought was better. And you know, some people will probably look at me and be like, "Yo, you put Infamous over Liquid Swords," and I'm like, "Yeah," because you know, I think it's I think it's close between those two. But I think Infamous is a little bit better. Just because of the impact, I think, to me. I think Liquid Swords has a big impact, but I think the infamous, though, man, the impact is a little bit bigger than Liquid Swords by a hair. And then Purple Tape just speaks for itself. That's it, you know? So, <laughs> but this was tough, man. 95 was a tough year to rank. And it was, even the honorable mentions, I sort of I went back and forth on what I was going to do. But that's what I did. Yeah, so, so Damo, you're up next, man. You're 95, honorable mentions in your top five. Honorable mentions, I went with Jizzle Liquid Squad, uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony East 99, and AZ Do or Die. Mm. Number five, I went with The Roots, Do You Want More? Mm. Number four, Coogee Rap, 456. Mm. Number three, Tupac, Me Against the World. Number two, Mob Deep, 
infamous and hey, I guess we all thinking alike for real. Yeah. One, Raekwon, <laughs> <laughs> Cuban links. <laughs> when, when Jay said it, I laughed. I said, shoot, it's been rare this year that we've been all on a court or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you said, I said, shit, we three for three again. Three for three for number one. <laughs> yeah. But of course, I probably shocked some people because they probably thought I would have said Mob Deep if y'all listened to some of the other episodes. Yeah. With the classics. Yeah. But, Hey, that Raekwon, yeah, still the truth. Yeah, I thought you. I thought for sure that Infamous was going to be your number one because I was betting like, like just like with Jay, I would have bet that his number one would have been Cube. I would have bet that your number one would have been the Infamous though. But I get it. I understand. So the one thing I noticed is that you put so you put just you put Liquid Swords actually in your honorable mention, and it was hard. yeah, it, it was, was hard. hard. Yeah, I get it. Ninety five is definitely a hard year because then. You know, I never listened to Coogee rap four, five, six before we mm-hmm. came on here. Yeah. And after it changed my view on a lot of music I've listened to since then. Mm. Okay. So I had to give it the respect that I felt that it deserved. Got it. Got you. Yeah. I think I remember you and I did that review and we were talking about like, yo, you listen to like you could hear it in some of his early albums, but then when you get to ninety five and four, five, six, you really see where a lot of dudes got their style from Cool G Rap, yeah. how he influenced a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And that definitely was a dope, dope album. And he definitely was spitting some bars on there. So I, I get it. That was another surprise is that you actually put that in your top five. And it was hard for me not to include that in my honorable mentions. So yeah. I that's- debated with that. I, I had it in honorable mention mm-hmm. and I was like, nah, I don't feel like I'm from what I've heard, and I listened to it a couple of times since we did that episode, and I was like, yo, yeah, yeah, this joint was the truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, definitely, it was it was a, um, a banger, and something that I think got people to remind people as far as, like, man, what his stature is in the game is, to me, I think one of the most influential lyricists of all time, because he influenced a lot of people that we grew up listening to, so... Yeah, well, cool, man, and that's 95, so that's hard. And <laughs> another thing I'll add on here is that we're going to put on Twitter and on Instagram everybody's list, so we'll get everybody's list together, and we'll post it up, and we want to see the debate about some of this stuff because we know a lot of folks have debates on this, and we want to be able to see what y'all got. So on we move to our last year, um, and this is more of a two-part question. So we have actually hip-hop, and we have R&B. Now, um, I'll go ahead and start with 2000 and we'll start with me on hip hop and I'll give you my honorable mentions and my top five. So for 2000 hip hop, my honorable mentions, three, six mafia. When the smoke clears dead press, let's get free and slum village. Fantastic volume two. Those are my honorable mentions. It's hard for me to have to put slum village in there, but when you, my top five, I, I felt like they had to go there instead of there. So my top five, number five, Outkast, Stanconia. Number four, Eminem, the Marshall Mathers LP. Number three, Reflection Eternal, Train of Thought. Number two, Common, Light Water for Chocolate. And number one, Ghostface Killer, Supreme Clientele. So those, that's my honorable mention in my top five. I really wanted to put Fantastic Volume 2 in my top five, but when I was looking at the other albums, I was like, you know, this is as great an album as this is and as, you know, classic as being able to hear the rhymes of Slum Village and the production of J. Dilla, I didn't really think that the 
it was better than any one of those albums overall than any of the rest that I put in here. And let me tell you what my struggle came with, Jay and Damo, is my number one and number two. Everybody who knows me knows I love Like Water for Chocolate. I do. I think it's actually, I think it's my favorite common album. Even, 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 I think I like it better than B, even though I think B may be a better overall mm-hmm. album. But <laughs> when we talk about Supreme Clientele, bruh, um, being objective with it, I really had to be like, all right, look, <laughs> like Supreme Clientele is an amazing album. And for me to have to put anything over like Water for Chocolate in a year like this, it had to be an album that had to basically be, you know, amazing. So I had to I had to put it there at number one. That was my number one. So there we go. All right. So 2000. Well, actually, we'll start with you. Uh, I'll go with you uh, here, Jay. Um, what was your honorable mention in top five for 2000? Okay, yes, I had two honorable mentions. So I had um, Three Six Mafia when the smoke clears and Dead Press Let's Get Free. Mm-hmm. Uh, for number five, I actually put Black Rob. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm saying um, number two was Eminem, Marshall Mathers, LP. Uh, number three, had to put that common drink like Water for Chocolate. Mm-hmm. Two, I got Outkast, Stankonia. And then number one, I got Ghostface with that Supreme Clientele. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Well, see, so you got Black Rob in your t- in your top five life story in your top five. Interesting. What what made you put that in the top five? Yeah, it was actually when I when I went back and listened to it. I mean, because mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I remember when it came out. Like I was, yeah, I was towards like the end of my freshman year of college. And I went back and listened to it, and I guess like really got the messages of what he was talking about, mm-hmm. which like really resonated. You know what I mean? Like, as far as just. You know, like really understand his struggle and just yeah. the whole thing, like overcoming struggle. So I was like, yeah, let me, let me go ahead. This, this deserves to be up there. You know what I'm saying? So let me just go ahead and put okay. it up there with like Black Rob. And then, you know, like for Eminem, of course, like, you know, Marshall Mathers LP, that I mean, I think that just speaks for itself. Yeah. Not my not number one, of course, but yeah, deserves to be up there. And then, you know what I'm saying? Same thing with Common. I think, you know, just like he deserves to be up there. And then Outcast Stankoni, I mean, just overall, that was just like a, Great album, you know, mm. for two thousand. I mean, matter of fact, I think, yeah, I think him. I think them and um, Jay Z probably like the biggest hits of two thousand. Like, you know, sorry, Miss Jackson, and mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying like, and they give it to me, Jane. So like, but then they had other other cuts on there. Like, probably like one of my top. It's kind of crazy to say this because he got so many verses. Like, probably like one of my top um, Andre three thousand verses on the joint gangster shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because. Like, like just just a line like I'll pull your whole deck, fuck pulling your car. That just like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, just definitely like froze me. I was like, oh shit, like true. Never underestimated down south from seas, but three sacks will bring it to you. you he know will, what I'm yeah. So, when he wanted to rap, back when he wanted to rap, he definitely could give it to you. <laughs> and, then, and then like you know, Ghostface Killer Supreme clientele, just overall with that production, and then. Specifically, this song "Stroke of Death." You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that beat just like freaking drives me nuts. Like trying to catch, like to actually get on beat to that joint. Just yeah. like you know how the joint sound, right? Yeah, I mean, like, of course. Yeah, yeah. Nah, definitely. I understand that. Yeah, Chris Rock said that "Stroke of Death" beat made you want to probably rob somebody. Is what he said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't try to siphon it over that joint. You gonna, like it will drive you mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, indeed. I hear you. Cool. All right. Well, Damo. Let's uh let's see what you got, man, for two thousand hip hop. Your honorable mentions in top five. Well, I'm gonna change it up for y'all because I kind of did mine's different. Cause I guess y'all will tell when I get into the list. Mm-hmm. Number five, well, 
honorable mention, Eminem, the Marshall's Mathers LP. Mm, okay. Three Six Mafia, when the smoke clears. Calm and light water, light for chocolate. So now y'all going to see why this ended up happening like that because I misunderstood something. Number five, Ghostface, Supreme Clientele. Okay. Number four, Outcast, Stankonia. Number three, Music, Soul Child. I just want to sing. I thought we was mixing them together. What was the best album? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so number two, I went D'Angelo. And number one, I went Jill Scott. Okay. I just put them both together. So I thought we was picking out. Okay. Out of the whole year, which had the best albums. Okay. So yeah. Okay. That's why mine is different. That's why yours is <laughs> a little bit different. Only so four. Okay. So I guess we did they together, but. Mm-hmm. And if y'all can tell by my list, I'm mm-hmm. an R&B nigga. <laughs> yeah, of course. Well, we, well, we, well, but we know that though. We understand and we know that. Absolutely I get definitely. that. Yeah, cool. I hear that. Yeah, I mean, understood. If I can see the way when you when you when you did it that way, I can kind of understand and see where mm-hmm. it is that you're coming from. Okay. When you said it, I was like, oh shit! I already done. I done mixed mine mixed together. together. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Definitely. All right. Well, I guess I can kind of go to my 2000 R&B list. Now, my R&B list went like this, and we had four albums that we picked towards them. So my R&B list was music, or number four was music I just want to sing. My number three was who was Joe Scott. My number two was Erykah Badu's Mama Gun, and of course my number one was Voodoo. <laughs> and anybody, of course, who knows me, that's not a surprise to you. Mm-hmm. No, that no. didn't surprise me at yeah, all. Yeah, so... And as a matter of fact, man, we've gotten a lot of good feedback on that voodoo out, that voodoo review, man. And Damo, I don't know if you remember, but the day we did that voodoo review was the day that we found out that that Kobe died. Kobe died. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> it was a really eerie feeling doing that review on that day that Kobe yeah. died. You know, um, I was all ready to go. I was ju- I was juiced because it was voodoo, which is one of my favorite albums of all time of any genre, and um, that just like you know. It was like a like a like a glass a cold glass of water out of your sleep, you know. So, on your face. But so, uh, Jay, did you do the R and B ranking for two thousand? Yeah, yeah, I did that. One. Okay, so, so what's what what, uh, what was yours? Yeah, yeah. So basically, I did um, yeah. For number four for me it was Music Soul Child. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three for me was D'Angelo. Mm-hmm. Number two was Erica Badu, and then number one was Jill Scott. Jill Scott. Okay. So you switch yours around. Yours is a little bit different than mine. They both have more music as four, but um, number three, you had you have Voodoo as number three. Interesting how you did it that way. Well, I think the bigger question for me is um, ranking Mama's Gun and and who is Joe Scott. You had one. You had Joe, who was Joe Scott over Mama's Gun? Why? Yeah, it's just like um, yeah. For me, it was like more so, and not, not definitely not taking anything away from um, Erica Badu, but I just like the versatility on that with like Joe Scott. I just felt like you know. She was expanding. I mean, it's Neo Soul, but she was expanding in different avenues as far as like you know that genre, like you know, with, you know what I'm saying with the It's Love with the Go Go Beat, of course, and then mm-hmm. um, the gen- one is the Magic Number had, had to like you know, Pancha Villa. I'm mean, pretty sure it's a better name for that, but like that, mm-hmm. the Mexican type of like production with the Casnuelas and all. Yeah, like that. yeah. Like, one is the Magic Number. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, this and then just like ballads and upbeat mm-hmm. joints and mm-hmm. just it just seemed more versatile to me, so I had to put um, Jill Scott first. I hear that. Cool. Well, there you guys have it. These are our top fives for 2000s. Um, Damo sort of uh, combined his 2000 list. What we're going to do is we're going to put our list up, up on the social media. I'll have it on my Instagram, the Instagram, and I also have it on 
Twitter for y'all to look at to see our list, and we'll go back and we'll compare. And, uh, you know, we'll put it up. We want to hear your output. We want to hear everything that you have to say about it. These are three of the most hotly contested years that I've seen on Twitter, especially this year because of the anniversaries. So we want to see your list. So when you see the post, man, make sure you put in the comments what your list are. DM us, send us a whatever, man. So holla at us. You see us on Instagram or Twitter. Let us know what it is that you like as far as our list and if you have something different. So that's our list, y'all. And, uh, a, you know, this is good. I really like it. I like the fact that um we got such a variation of our list. They all weren't the same, but... Knowing us and knowing our taste as as folks in the vault, <laughs> I know that they weren't all going to be the same because we all got distinct taste in music, which is the reason why I like doing this show because, you know, you're not going to get the same vanilla presentation from everybody. That's the reason the, the variation and the opinions and music is what helps make this show great. Yeah, if y'all fans of us, this these lists should make sense to all of y'all. Yeah, exactly. Actual fans of the show and listen to it whenever we yeah. put them out every Monday and whenever we're all together, mm-hmm. it makes perfect sense. It does. It does. I mean, it, a couple it, curveballs in there, but I mean, yeah. for the most part, mm-hmm. yeah, it makes sense. So. It does make sense. Yeah, if you know the three of us, you've been listening to us all year and longer than a year now, so you know exactly how it goes down. So. The one thing I do, man, before we close out, I do definitely, of course, I want to, of course, to say to the two of y'all, man, I appreciate both of y'all. Y'all, we family. Uh, we started out doing this thing just on a whim, and this podcast actually became a lot bigger than I thought any of us thought it would be. And I want to thank y'all for your commitment, and things haven't been easy. I, you know, we started in my kitchen, inside of the kitchen at the kitchen table, having a couple of drinks and some beers and talking about music, and we ended up. <laughs> being recorded remotely over the internet partially because of rona and then because of other things happening but i appreciate y'all man and and i thank y'all for you know sticking here with me and helping this thing become help it go and the people will even say that respond to me on social media said the show's a lot different with you by yourself than you having the fellas on there as well because they love to hear all three of us sort of together doing this man so thank y'all again if um if I didn't hadn't said it before, I know I say it, but I just wanted to come in and say thank y'all definitely for helping me, for being there with me and man for helping make it this show the show a success. Go show, go show. Yeah, man. So appreciate you for thinking of me to come on here. Yeah, well, yeah, man. So I, I wanted to have folks on here that I had my music conversations that I know would appreciate doing a show like this. But um, next year, y'all better strap up, man, because next year we're doing ninety one. 96 and 2001 and i'll tell y'all man that list for 96 itself is daunting Mm. and it's not just daunting for hip-hop for both Mm. of y'all right it's hip-hop and r&b albums that i've looked at this list and i've been like whoa oh goodness this is gonna be a busy year next year (laughs) so this was a crucial year 96 96 was a crucial year so we got a lot of work to do guys i know y'all love for the task man but it's gonna be fun reviewing a lot of these albums next year so you know let's strap in let's do this let's uh let's do everything else man y'all you know of course man enjoy y'all new years have happy new year here's to making 2021 a better year than 2020 was and you know things are things are moving in the right direction so let's get it in and that's going to wrap up yet another edition of The Vault. 
Please make sure you're checking us out on our host on Red Circle. You can also download, stream, and subscribe to the Vault Classic Music Reviews on any one of our streaming platforms. If you go to any one of our social media sites, you can go to our link tree in the bio and get to any one of our social media sites and all of our streaming platforms. You can get the Vault Classic Music Reviews on Instagram on at Vault CMR Podcast, on Twitter at Vault Classic, on YouTube and Facebook as well. You can search us by the Vault Classic Music Reviews Podcast. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel like the Facebook page, interact with us on social media. We love the interaction when we get it from you guys, so please give it to us. We're going to get those lists out to y'all. We want to see and get your feedback and see what yours are. We do it here all for you. We appreciate all the support, and if you have a friend, tell a friend, and make sure that that friend tells a friend, as we always like to say. Always remember to keep your headphones on and your music loud, but not too loud. And as we close, we'd like to remind everyone to dream big, because dreams are the basis for creation. Always create, motivate and elevate because you were never destined or created to stay stationary in this life and on that note we say peace and also happy holidays and happy new year thank you for listening and coming into the vault please subscribe and follow us on facebook at iv creative and instagram at ivecre8